chapter five of the holy land and syria by frank g carpenter this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by betty b chapter five from dan to beersheba the size of palestine is surprising to every visitor you know it is small but you cannot appreciate how small it is until you have travelled over it then you see why it has been called the least of all lands the whole country does not average more than fifty miles wide and it is only about a hundred and forty miles long you could lose it in many of the counties of texas and on some of its mountains you can look from one side of it to the other standing on the mount of olives just outside of jerusalem i could see the mediterranean on the west and on the east the dead sea and the river jordan from dan to beersheba is not as far as from new york to washington and the stormy banks of the jordan enclose a stream across many parts of which you can easily throw a stone and which though it winds in and out like a corkscrew is not over two hundred miles long the mount of olives upon which jesus was taken by the devil is described as an exceeding high mountain but it is only about twenty seven hundred feet high and would be no more than a hill in the rockies all the kingdoms of the world which satan showed him consisted of a few half barren hills and some fertile plains which together would not make more than a good-sized western county with an aeroplane we could fly across the whole of palestine in less than an hour including syria which takes in the mountains of lebanon and much other country in addition to palestine proper it is not as long as from new york to pittsburgh it begins at the boundary of the french mandate of syria on the north and extends from there southward along the line of the mediterranean sea until it is lost in the sands of arabia though it has bulked so large in history and religion the holy land itself is not as big as rhode island while all palestine is only about the size of vermont if you could take it up and stretch it over the united states it would hardly make a patch of court plaster on uncle sam's body drop down upon new england with one end at boston the other would be at mount washington and most of the country would not be wider than from boston to springfield if spread out upon northern illinois the whole might be included inside a line drawn from chicago to aurora and thence to decatur and back to chicago the bible has called this little territory a land of milk and honey the expression must have been used by contrast to the dreary sand of the sinai desert through which the israelites travelled on their way hither as i know from former travels it is more rocky than any part of the alleghanies and the blue ridge of virginia which is covered with stones is the mississippi valley compared with it the country has a backbone of mountains comprising the hills of judea samaria and galilee with a low coastal plain where the philistines lived extending to the mediterranean sea on the other side of the backbone is the great ditch in which lie the sea of tiberias or galilee and the dead sea with the winding jordan running from one to the other this ditch is below the level of the sea and parts of it have the hottest and most oppressive climate on earth on the opposite side of the jordan toward the east is a country much richer than palestine it is composed of highlands 
from two thousand to three thousand feet above sea level giving excellent pasture and in the north large crops of wheat this was the bashan gilead and moab of the bible and it is now inhabited chiefly by mohammedan bedouins who live in tents driving their camels cattle and sheep from place to place in the past it was thickly populated and archaeologists have uncovered the ruined cities of the people who used to live there palestine on the other hand could never have had a very large population and the hosts spoken of in the scriptures would dwindle by comparison with the numbers of people we are used to nowadays the trip from jaffa to jerusalem gives us a fair idea of the character of the country the coastal plain is typical of the richest part its soil is a chocolate brown the grass is as green as that of egypt and there are great orchards of olives and fruits of all kinds the roads are lined with rich red poppies and there are wild flowers on all sides climbing the hills is like jumping from the nile valley into the desert there is nothing but rocks with a sparse vegetation scattered here and there through them the limestone crops out everywhere and in places heaps of stones have been thrown up to make little fields such fields are fenced with stone walls there are also corrals for the sheep made in this way palestine has no woods there are no groves or bushes almost the only trees are fruit trees with now and then a funereal cypress in a garden our consul tells me that the country has two groves which the people call forests one of these contained forty scrub oaks and the other is not quite so large he says that a few years ago there was some brush on the hillside but that the people have even dug up the roots and sold them for fuel indeed fuel is one of the most costly things in this country it is so expensive that it is seldom used except for cooking and that notwithstanding the fact that the climate is cold wood is so valuable that the older olive trees are being cut down and it is feared that the olive orchards will gradually disappear these old trees are often of considerable thickness but they are only twenty or thirty feet tall so that one will supply but a small amount of firewood the olive tree is as hard as the apple and far more knotted and gnarly its wood is heavy and is sold by the ton it is brought in on the backs of donkeys and camels and every stick has to pay a tax before it gets inside the gates of jerusalem a common fuel is charcoal made mostly of olive wood it is made chiefly at hebron about twenty-five miles south of jerusalem near the cave where abraham isaac and jacob are buried and where tradition says adam died hebron which is about five hundred feet higher than jerusalem has big orchards of olives almonds and apples the brush and the dead wood of which are used to make charcoal the use of coal is almost out of the question on account of the high rates over the railroads the same charge is made for carrying coal as for carrying silk such coal as comes here is in the shape of briquettes and sells for high prices another lack from which the holy land suffers is water the rainfall in the southern sections is something like six inches and upward a year the amount gradually increasing as one goes northward toward galilee the country has always been one of pools and wells and every house in jerusalem has its roofs so made that they drain into cisterns 
placed in the courts in dry seasons water is sold and the man who has a spare cistern gets a big price for his surplus nearly all the wells of the olden times remain and are pointed out by the dragomans one can drink from the well where christ met the samaritan woman and from many cisterns scattered over the country most of them are shaped like great pears when the pools of solomon were connected with jerusalem it was thought that they would supply the city with water these pools are on the highlands between bethlehem and hebron they are cut out of the solid rock and it is said that they originally held about forty million gallons there are three of them ranging in height from three hundred and eighty to five hundred and eighty feet they lie in terraces one above the other being of varying widths the depths are from twenty five to fifty feet if they were in good condition they could supply a vast deal of water but as it is the aqueducts which solomon built to jerusalem have gone to ruin and there is now only a four-inch iron pipe running from them to the city the pipe comes in near the dung gate and goes from there to the temple platform i stumbled over it the other day i am told that the water is used almost altogether for the mosque of omar although it is connected with the fountains of the city which are only occasionally allowed to play in addition to these pools there are many others in and about jerusalem the pool of hezekiah is in the heart of the city not far from the church of the holy sepulchre and the pool of siloam where our lord sent the blind man to wash is in the valley of jehoshaphat outside the walls just now the holy land is suffering from drought and the people are praying for rain we have had one or two showers in the last few days but more is needed or the crops will fail most of the inhabitants of jerusalem are great believers in prayer and mohammedans christians and jews are all holding services at which they ask the lord to send water we had a slight rain yesterday and more is expected the people evidently think their prayers will be answered as i walked through david street i heard two mohammedans talking their language was arabic but my dragomans told me that one had just said to the other how good god is after all we have prayed for the rain and lo it has come when the first shower began to fall i was standing in a doorway a little girl perhaps eight years old passed by with a platter of bread on her head the rain was pouring down upon it and she was wet to the skin but nevertheless she was singing i asked my guide the words of her song he replied she cries praise god for the rain praise god for the rain praise god for the rain End of chapter five